Who can you trust for information today? And what is a Secretary of State? This and more in an upcoming episode. You know, the 2030 agenda really is a huge threat to mankind. And a lot of people that understand that have been speaking ab out about it, but you're hearing more about it on the international uh, side these days than, you know, here on state media, it's really conveyed as though the 2030 agenda is, is anybody that's opposed to those really wonderful ideas are fringe and crazy and radical, right? We're radical people if we don't really like these, but quite honestly, this is getting talked about all over the world by very prominent people. And in a, and in a, uh, a negative way. I mean, it, it's we feel we're here in the U.S. and we talk about things on a global pers perspective because it's not the U.S. What's it almost bolsters me to hear, this is a, an article that talks about the Archbishop uh, Vagano, I guess the name is, but the article is about, from their perspective, and this is somebody that's pretty high up in the uh, Catholic Church, and how they're bringing this discussion in about woke ideology and Agenda 2030, and making it very apparent from this article that he's not a big fan of the current Pope either, and that the Pope is definitely, the current Pope is definitely... He's a communist. He makes no, no bones about it. He says communism is the way forward. And, and for this person within the church to, uh, to bring this argument out into the open here and be on our side, it's good to see that on a global spectrum, they look at this global initiative in the same way we do. This is an attack. It's an attack on our sovereignty. It's each of our sovereignties. Mm -hmm. So this person might be representing Italy, or this one might be representing Brazil, or whatever country it is, from yeah. Belgium and Holland. So, but they're all viewing this the same way we are. Well, so in case you are unaware of what the Agenda 2030 is, the United Nations has come together and said, you know what, we are going to decide what the whole world should look like by 2030 so that uh, there is an equal share of all the resources of the world by the way, that doesn't include them sharing any resources. This has to do with a huge class uh, change. And the elites have already self-identified. They already meet on a regular basis. Um, and so, and they call themselves elites. I don't call them elites. They call themselves elites. So if you want to look that up, you'll be able to find it. Uh, but what's interesting is that this whole um, piece says uh, on the global scale, we're going to decide what the world looks like and we are going to create different traumas injected into our societies that cause us to be disabled to the point where we cannot respond in a cohesive manner or see that this is one coordinated attack on the United States of America, but it's not just us, my friends. It's every single nation that says we are not interested in being a global government, government and giving over our rights to an international governance. So this is really interesting. And, yeah. and when we, um, and, and you think that some of these names, like Greta Thornburg, for instance, you think that some of these names are part of natural um, 
uh, the evolution of the discussion of, okay, how do we have a safer world? All right, well, let's talk about climate change. Now, remember, it wasn't always climate change. When we were kids, it was the world's going to freeze. The world will freeze. It will be frozen by now. And, of course, uh, the majority of the science, scientists don't agree with that. It later on became, okay, global warming. Uh, and now, since they cannot really come to grips with any factual data on that, it is, wait a minute, there's just going to be climate change. And we're going to call that a health emergency under the United Nations because that gives them, that starts to take in those global rights. Um, and so you might think, well, we should listen to the young people talking about the care of our country, of our world. I was going to say, this young lady you mentioned, Greta yeah. Thunberg, she became a, a global sensation, right? Yeah. And I don't know right if it was because of her, her look. Uh, she was very young. She was only 15 mm -hmm. at the time. And suddenly this young person was propelled to be the face of the entire global warming, you know, incidents. And yeah. we all thought... Wow, this person and... Well, shaming and, uh, us for our waste, and let's yeah. just be clear that we've had some waste, so a lot of us felt that, right? A lot of us felt that when she spoke. There's some, you know, we want to take responsibility yeah. for being apathetic with the stewardship of our nation or our world. We also, of course we do. I think we've also been asleep to the fact that this could be all a big orchestrated that's series, right? So and I, I you think and I talk about, yeah. we know that yeah. this is part of a bigger plan, right. but the people that we talk to or try to educate are unfamiliar with that, and they don't necessarily even believe that that can happen. But one thing that I was interested in this article, it kind of exposes Greta Thunberg. Who is she? Where, where did she come from? We all know that she came on the scene at X date. So it says on August 20th, 2018, she was 15 years old. She skipped school and to protest outside the Swedish parliament for more action against the climate change. Suddenly this young woman right here, plucked out of obscurity, just, just random from the audience has now become this thing. Four days later, she and her mother release a book. Four days later, they release a book. So all you uh, authors out there, that's a pretty good uh, accomplishment right there within four days to deliver a, a complete book. But now we're finding out that this may not have been the coincidence that we all thought. In fact, there is now uh, a backstory to this. There's a person named Ingmar Renshog. Uh, he currently runs several companies. We don't have time. Global Challenge, all these kind of things. Well, it turns out that, that he and Greta's mother actually met at a conference uh, prior to this, uh, at the same time when they were forming this company. Anyway, it, it leads us through this story of events that, that Greta was not an accident at all. She was chosen. She was specifically the whole release of who she is was mm -hmm. chosen. And, you know, it was for, orchestrated. All this stuff is just part of this big Yeah. And story. so when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about how this comes a little bit closer to home when you start realizing there is some significant orchestration going on right there. We'll be right back. Move freely, America, without medical restrictions or penalty. Without medical freedom legislation in place, our rights and freedoms are one vote away from being dissolved. Move freely, America, with one voice, without fear of retribution, achieving a common goal, medical freedom. We the people make our voices heard by connecting with state legislators and engaging a constitutionally compliant medical bill of rights for all citizens. Individually, change is improbable, but as an aggregate, attainable. It's time to act with one voice. My voice. And my voice. And my voice. And my voice. To protect our freedom, creating one voice that cannot be ignored. This requires your voice, too. 
Move Freely America. Go to movefreelyamerica.org to find a chapter near you. Plug in, donate, and help our legislators defend our God-given rights under the Constitution. Move Freely America. My voice. And my voice. And together with your voice, we're one voice that cannot be ignored. Donate today. Movefreelyamerica.org. Hi, welcome to Heroes in Action. I'm Ray Amanat, founder and creator of this training system. I originally made it so that everyone can train for free. We have programs for kids, for women, families, and businesses. I'm an author, speaker, and educator on everything that has to do with violence and bullying prevention education. If you'd like more information about who we are and what our programs are, please go to our website at heroesinaction.us or give me a call if you have any questions at 727-314-2534. We hope to see you here to train. The OBBM Network is the premier voice for local business, and we take that responsibility seriously. The OBBM Network has everything you need to grow and transition your business for success on popular syndicated podcast networks, Roku, and other video channels, and the OBBM Network app. We work for you, local business, and we've got your back. You know, we went to break. We were talking about some of the globalist agendas under uh, Agenda 2030 and how significant the, that is. Uh, and if you would like to understand more how that affects you, there, this story here comes to us out of uh, New Mexico. So it'd be interesting, an interesting dive into how does a secretary of state position actually operate in our states and what position actually impacts the national elections on the larger scale. So the it, it's not just those elections, but the Secretary of State. In fact, we did a story on this, yeah. right? So it's, it's a big deal. So there's certain um, soft, well, things need to be approved. There's something called um, procurement. There should be a way that we decide, that our states decide, or the, in this case, the Secretary of State's office decides that things are going to go forward. That, so there's a, an, there is a legal and an illegal way to uh, acquire software that you're going to use to get the job done. Now we're done. talking specifically right now, we've kind of shifted to our election process. Right, right. Well, and this and is the huge. role that a Secretary of State plays mm -hmm. within a state's election process. Yes, thank you for the clarification. That's exactly true because the, this, the Secretary of State is going to be uh, the certification of that, of that right. vote. So it's really important that number is big. But you know what we noticed here in the in the Dallas side, and, and you're hearing more and more that you know there wasn't one county in the United States of America that did not have uh, election integrity issues. So we have some problems here with the way the precinct count and the uh, secretary and the county count and the secretary of state count. Why would that not all be the same if it's all, all digital and it's all trackable and it's all something you should easily be able to understand quickly? Why can't we? Well, we are, we're hearing from uh, some uh, county election officials that are saying, well, geez, I've done this for 14 years and before we ever went to electronics, we were doing this with paper ballots and we were, we were done that night. We counted that night. Our 
uh, in our rural community, the population hasn't changed. We have the exact same number 14 years later in our population, and it now takes us weeks to compile the data, and it's not going to reflect the same thing by the time it gets to the Secretary of State's office. And don't let people misconstrue what we're actually this conversation that we're having. We're not talking, this is not an election denier, right? That nope. has nothing to do with nope. this conversation. We're talking about processes. Yes. How do we actually count a vote in the United States? And it's common sense questions. Yeah, how do we, how do we process this, mm -hmm. this voting issue that how we do? How do you know that your vote was counted? How do you know your vote was counted? Yeah. How do you know that it was counted for the right People or, how, or issue that you voted for, or and how many times it was counted? How yeah. many? How do you know that out of your residents, uh, the amount of people that are that have the right to vote actually voted out of your residence? That's information you can find out and yeah, you can and these research. Are, and these are again, these are process questions. Mm -hmm. So this is not denying who won an election nope. or who didn't. This should there really shouldn't. This is not a subjective sport. There it's not like not ice be, skating where we get to pick. There's yeah. a winner. And I'll lose it. And so there shouldn't, and my big concern, and, and really what I want people to understand, is if someone else is choosing who is running your community, that's something that you should be aware of and you'd want to know. And that's why we always say, don't just leave it up to going to vote, or even right. part you participate in all the aspects of the vote, from right. being there for early voting and so, the count. So this particular story is saying, this particular Secretary of State in New Mexico introduced into this certain method that votes are counted, starting with a local precinct level, and they are supposed to gather the results, whatever, and, and then supply, they do the totaling of the, the results, and then send it on from there. This particular Secretary of State has introduced a third-party software. So instead of tabulating the results then at the, at the smaller level, the precinct level or whatever, it's now being sent raw data, no counts are made, raw data to be processed by this Third party well, I'm sure they've been convinced. Managed, that ironically, by the Secretary of State. Well, they probably they, there's, they probably think, wow, that sounds so much easier, mm. and that way we can't have all these little stopping points along yep. the way where that can get messed up. But that ought to ask, uh, give you some questions also, because there's this process called Eric, um, and there this is a there's a whole way of deciding eligibility of the vote and who's already out there. Um, in the in the playing field uh, to vote, and this I, I urge you to just take a deep dive into what ERIC is and recognize where that fits. A lot of people are saying, you know what, we don't trust this. And the, one of the secretaries of state um, in Alabama actually went to where that office is supposed to be, this Eric headquarters in Washington D.C., but nobody was there. Uh, there were no servers, no computers, no employees. So what is it, a, a glorified post office box? I don't know. That's you what know? The, it was Secretary of State from Alabama. His name is Wes Allen. And Wes is in Washington, D.C., and he goes to see this, this headquarters where all this election data is supposed to be going and finds an empty, an empty shell there. Sounds like one of these movies, a big con game to me. I don't know what's happening with it. Those are legitimate questions because, of course, um, the, uh, there, there had to be an emergency, folks, on January 6th, if you understand anything about parliamentary rule. Uh, the way that any of these meetings, any city council, any school board council, and specifically what we're talking about in January 6th, when all these secretaries of state had certified their 
electors and they'd certified what was going to go ahead and get sent to Washington, D.C., and now they've got to all agree. And there was a certain way what that had to go down. What was the date that they were going to do that? That was on January 6th. Oh, that's, a, that's quite a coincidence. So there was a, well, so on that day, a lot of people wanted to see what was going on because they weren't appreciative of, they did not believe the Secretary of State had accurately reflected their vote. And they wanted to make a stand and just be there, which has actually, you know, from uh, the dawn of time, people have been able to tour openly be able to walk in and out of this location but for some reason on this day things went uh, dramatically awry and we'll talk more about that when we get back. Multiple streams of income are the local business owners new protection against inflation. If you enjoy sharing health insights and helping others live their healthiest lifestyle possible you can create wealth for yourself and your family by doing what you love to do every day. Call 469-939-8933. Discover how to incorporate additional financial revenue into your love of health and wellness and the work you're already doing, using your time wisely and leveraging networks you already work with. Ready to learn more? Join the Wellness Institute's Corolla Bratis, subject of the book, Look Beyond Tomorrow, to help even more people realize their potential and achieve their health goals. Build a side business with products sourced in North America and protect your bottom line. Call 469-939-8933 today. That's 469-939-8933. Call now. How long has it been since you've updated your brand or restocked your promotional items? The more often people see your company logos and taglines, the more often your company comes to mind. That top of mind thinking is exactly what grows businesses and generates revenues. So at Big Feet Creations, I've dedicated my time and talent for over 30 years designing and illustrating print and digital products that people love and remember. Now we're adding website design and audio video editing too. Call Big Feet Creations at 469-450-7350. I'm a big guy and I've taken big steps to help you grow big. Big Feet Creations, 469-450-7350. Call today, that's 469-450-7350. Okay, so when we went to break, we were talking about parliamentary procedures, and these are how you function in a group in city settings, any community settings, or even state and federal levels. Anyway, it's the rules of, of operation of the proceedings. You have to raise your hand to talk, you get a gavel, you get to speak for so long, all these kinds of things. Well, it, it follows all the way up into Congress, both the Senate and the House, and they have to apply uh, certain rules in order for the the meetings to go to a certain order and stay orderly, not about to bickering and arguing, and it has a process. Well, when we go to this January 6th, this date was set aside to certify all the results, like Susan had said, that have been sent in from the secretaries of state. That's the significance of January 6th, for those who didn't understand what that was all about, by the way. Anyway, this vote's going to take place this day. And what occurred on January 6th was... Interestingly, now that we look back in hindsight, there is now evidence that shows that the process itself to certify this, if this, they didn't want these votes to be, they wanted these votes to be certified. The left wanted, the Democrats wanted this to be certified. The other side said, wait a second, there's no rush to do this. Well, there's like a lot of irregularities. People, right? like yeah, a lot of irregularities said, no. here. Let's take yeah. a step. 
Let's talk about this. What do we need to do to not certify it today, but let's start an investigation into these. The left did not want that. So in order for that to not happen, key things had to happen. This had to be interrupted. Uh, key people had to be out of the room. They couldn't establish quorums, blah, 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 all these things. And ironically, three minutes before two representatives were going to submit their motion to suspend the certification, this timeline started of an attack on on the Capitol, therefore exiting the key people that had to be in place, stopping the proceedings, and forcing a shutdown of what's going to happen within three minutes of all this taking place. Then another session has to start later, but now it's operating under emergency regulations, mm -hmm. allowing Nancy Pelosi to dictate a different set of procedures that allowed them to bypass these representatives counting for this recall, and now the vote was certified under a security auspices in this special meeting. So. Very interesting situation, how that occurred and how this vote was. And it's really it's important to understand how that rolls out because so often we have anybody that's that's really drawing light on this is is deemed domestic extremism, and we're hearing more and more about these bills that criminalize free speech and yeah. that stop. I mean, right there, a lot of. These conversations center around, are, are you even allowed to say that? And like you said, the, the minimalizing of the discussion like an election denier, instead of saying, well, wait a minute, isn't there a proper way that we should be going about doing these things? And, yeah. and, and right or wrong, shouldn't we look? What is wrong to look now? Well, actually, uh, the FBI has criminalized a lot of the, the people that asked that have been working in elections even now saying, hey, I just want to know, what are the numbers in my community? What was our vote? Well, and, I'm, and, it's, and it's more of this euphemism game. It's the, it's the war of language from the left. So we're not discussing abortions. We're discussing women's health. We're not discussing election deniers. Now we're discussing domestic terrorism and hate speech simply by bringing up hey, it may not have gone the way it's supposed to go. Can we investigate this now as considered hate speech? And we're all considered domestic terrorists now for just bringing up questions that require answers and, and investigation. So this particular bill that this, uh, this article is speaking about, it was introduced by Representative Bill Ramos, um, who is a Democrat along with other Democrats. And they want to formalize this whole issue of what is hate speech, what is... Um, what is uh, misinformation speech? What is all these categories? And, and my question is, who is making these decisions? Who's going to determine? They're now inventing a new word, a new language, and they're saying the goal is to reduce political violence, regardless of ideology. Their, their stance sounds like it would be correct, regardless of ideology. We are going to appoint this group that's going to determine what this speech is. Regardless of ideology, we want to determine what misinformation is well, and what hate speech is. And what. Well, that doesn't sound like this is a... Number one, who appointed you to be able to? Do that this? is something we've loathed in America for yeah. since its inception. But so the the thing of it is, now we're looking at on the global scale of that, what we're considering information, who we're giving the credence to, who has the right to decide what it is we hear, and you know AI has been around a long while, friends. Don't think you've just heard about it now. So it's a really quick way to aggregate a whole bunch of information based on uh, search queries. Now yes. 
yes, you program AI to look for what you want to look for, but it's going to go off of uh, off of the information that is in already the known pool. In the right? known pool, it's, which um, is the internet. And so that, but in America, we're not really depending uh, the journalists. What they call themselves journalists, I would not call them that. But in America today, we're not really uh, using our own journalists to um, dig through information. That's not where we're getting our information. Yeah, and we've actually got an article in here that talks about not only on a journalistic standpoint, but also from our intelligence gathering standpoint. So these are the people like the FBI and the CIA, and that we're now farming this out um, to other groups in order to do it. Uh, and and this, uh, this method of, of co-opting intelligence from what they call our friendly other groups, we are now getting information that's not really true information anymore. We used to have field operatives that were gathering information on behalf of the United States, looking at things in the world from our perspective mm -hmm. so that when this information comes back, we know when they say, uh-oh, we got a problem over here. They're, they're electing somebody that's really not democratically involved. Well, it's not just about that, but it's even about the images from the war planes. So now you're yeah. seeing you're seeing things that are staged. You're seeing people get to get together and stage it, and oh, then that's going to be their media picture, yeah. or they're going to do a green screen. They'll go so far as to that. And you know, it's interesting because Russell Brand is pointing out that there are things that we cannot really trust and what I love about what he's gone through is he gives us such a candid point of view <laughs> That's a good word for he's it. so candid, candid. <laughs> but he comes at this saying mm. I need God or I can't even cope in this world so I just thought that was a really warm way to round the story yeah, up because, I, I, I like finishing yeah. on this note because number one Russell Brand's kind of a controversial figure but I mean he's now speaking from a different perspective and, and his his faith and calling it as he sees it, which you can't argue with. So No, but there's gonna be people that want to argue with your ability to stand on your faith and we just want to encourage you, friends, to to believe in your First Amendment rights, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of the press, and freedom uh, to redress uh, with grievance with grievances when you've got got issues. And we thank you so much for watching this episode of OBBM Network News. Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family or life values or your business. OBBM Network News is available Monday through Friday at 5 and 9 p.m. Central Standard Time and 6 and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Traverse TV and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV. So connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com, Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, rumble, like, and share wherever you're watching social media. And you can get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to podcasts. I want to thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program. Consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the $5, 10 or $25 level, and you can reach that using the QR code you see on your screen. We're 100% grassroots funded by you, and we want to thank our advertisers and remind our viewers to use their products and services.